0: Lily, Kira, I've got a question for you.
1: Yes, no. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I want to give conflicting answers at all times. This is
0: gonna be a little a little complicated. Okay. You guys know just a ton of stuff about computers, right? Kira does absolutely. (laughs) Do you think you could convince a computer what the difference between the number ninety nine and one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine is?
1: Absolutely not. Well, first of all, I don't know what the difference is between them. (laughs) Second of all, I don't know how you'd convince a computer of anything because all computers are smarter than us. Cool. That's my final answer.
0: To accomplish this goal of convincing the computer between the difference between those numbers, how much money would you be willing to spend?
1: Solid 40 bucks.
0: 40 bucks. I would
1: say 100.
0: (laughs) 100 bucks. All right. High bidder takes it. Kira, thank you.
2: God, no problem. This
0: is big time whoopsies. 101! <laughs> My name is Eric McAdams, and this is a podcast about incompetence. Each week, I tell the listener, and a friend of mine, a story from history involving massive incompetence. This week, I have my sister, Lily, but she's (laughs) old news, I've got a new guest this week. It's Kira. Say hi, Kira.
2: Hello, Kira. (laughs) (laughs) I had to make that joke. (laughs) Every single time it's appropriate. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I wish every single guest did it. They would really, be nice. How could you not?
0: Yeah, it's weird that all people don't think exactly the same.
2: Well, it's they such do, though. an easy joke, Everyone though. makes it. In their heads, at least. Yeah, they do. Yeah,
0: don't. and it's a bad joke, and that's why it's a lot of wonderful. people do And some don't of us have it.
2: less good filters than the others. <laughs> we understand.
0: <laughs> there are two kinds of people in the world. Those who make this one bad joke and those who don't.
1: And those who make the bad joke are living their best lives. It's yeah, true. well, what they're about... living to their fullest potential. We have I think shame.
0: I think we've got some that have done it, done the joke sometimes, and come back and not done it.
1: That's weird. I actually was the other way around. That's a sign of weakness. You did it
0: I think... the second time. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure.
2: <laughs> that that's clever. That's like a step above just. But it But I normally. also could be wrong. So. Yeah, that
0: shows character development. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was okay, but I got better. I wasn't into
0: Lily in the first season, but then she came <laughs> back, and now I'm really liking her arc.
2: God, I really understand that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My art is uh, muddled gummy bears in vodka. Yeah, you're gonna Jesus have jokes. to stop
0: doing that now, actually.
1: <laughs> what? Oh, can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You fucking moron. <laughs> i hadn't realized you
0: were still doing it until i heard it i was like holy shit has that been going on the whole time (laughs) no
1: no she gets started she gets i picked it back up okay
0: good no more doing that please
1: i'm only well yeah i'm gonna do it
0: if you want to like slurp up the gummy bears in a gross (laughs) way that's fine we can do that because that'll only happen once do not make that little <laughs> clinking noise anymore.
1: No, I'm going to do the little clinking noise, but, like, at some point when you're distracted, so when you're editing this, it'll I'll be a nice find little it. Easter egg for you. Yeah. Great.
0: Perfect.
2: <laughs> we got you.
0: Fuck.
1: <laughs> so, Lily,
0: you've been on this show a few times. No. But Kira hasn't, and so Kira was the one who chose kind of the parameters of the the story this time and quote-unquote what i was what i was going was quote-unquote the weird stuff
2: <laughs> she's not wrong
0: because <laughs> you heard the thing about the sovereign citizens and oh my more god similar stuff to that
2: eric i cannot tell you how many times i listened to that podcast and then made everyone Aww. i was close to listen to that podcast and then Aww. made their friends listen to that podcast <laughs> yeah, multiple times she brought it up all the time It got old yeah so I recently learned someone but I someone who recently got arrested like a famous person turned out to be a sovereign citizen oh the subway guy I
0: I talked about him in the podcast
2: so then never mind no 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 it was someone more recently yeah it'll come to you no probably not honestly we can keep going though (laughs)
0: alright we should uh, do you want to get started with the story because I did find a pretty good pretty good weird story that involves some conspiracy theories yes Yes.
2: amazing Yes. yes yes yes
0: Because we're going to talk about Y2K.
2: Yes. Excellent. Tell me what you guys
0: know about Y2K.
2: I feel like if I say everything I know, it could be compromising to the greater story
0: Give me a basic thing.
2: Well, before she says that,
1: I'm going to say that I know that I've heard it, but I have literally no memory of what it is. So I'm assuming that at some point during this podcast, something will trigger my memory and...
0: It is also know known. It is also known as the Year Two Thousand Problem or the Millennium Bug.
2: Nope.
0: All right, Kira.
2: <laughs> but okay, do you? I feel like it's going to ruin it. Do you really want then me to I'll, do it? I'll
0: cut it out if it ruins it, Kira.
2: Okay, so when they were programming like computer databases and things like that, and it switched from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand, they were like, "Wait, fuck! What's going to happen?" And no one had any idea what was going to happen because it's, it like switched over. Oh, Basically
0: that's all I got. yes, and with also, stop that I'm gonna. My
2: charging I'm sorry. Cable. <laughs> Can you totally fidget with? Sorry.
0: Try not to fidget too audibly. That's the that's the key part.
1: She's been running my charging cable through her toes.
2: You don't need to say that. Out loud.
0: <laughs> and now it's recorded. Oh. <laughs> the uh... I'm gonna. Piggybacking off of that, I'm going to read a few paragraphs from one of my favorite articles about this. It comes from Vanity Fair. Nice. It is titled The Y2K Nightmare. The article is from January of 1999, and it begins like this. The nightmare scenario goes like this. It is an instant past midnight, January 1st, 2000, and suddenly nothing works. Not ATMs, which have stopped dispensing cash. Not credit cards, which are being rejected. Not VCRs, which now really are impossible to program. The power in some cities isn't working either, and that means that no light, heat, or coffee in the morning. Not to mention no televisions, stereos, or phones, which even in places with power, aren't working either. Bank vaults and prison gates swing open. So have valves on sw- on sewer lines. The 911 service isn't functioning, but fire trucks are on the plow on on the prowl. Excuse me. Though the blaze had better be no higher than the second floor, since their ladders won't lift. People in elevators are trapped, and those with electronic <gasps> hotel or office keys can't get anywhere <laughs> either. Hospitals have shut down because their ventilators and X-ray machines won't work. And in any yeah. case, it's now impossible to build the HMO. "...traffic is a mess since no streetlights are working, trains are running, but their control switches aren't, which is bad news for supermarkets, utilities, car dealers, and international trade, which can't move by ship either." Only the brave or foolhardy are getting on airplanes, but with so many countries degenerating into riots and revolution, it's wiser to stay at home anyway.
2: How do airplanes work if nothing else is working? There
0: are no newspapers to (laughs) read, or movies to go to, or welfare checks to to cash. Meantime, retirees are opening (laughs) letters saying that their pensions have been cancelled because they are minus 23 years old. Many banks and small businesses have gone bust, and it will be weeks, if ever, before the mess that is the brokerage statement is sorted out. On the brighter side, no one can punch a time clock. On the darker, most of the big manufacturing plants have shut down because their lathes and robots aren't working pharmacies aren't filling prescriptions the DMV is not processing license renewals and everyone's dashboard keeps flashing service engine now mortgage payments sent on time have been marked late and everyone's phone bill is messed up because of all those calls that began in 1999 and ended in 1900 on the internet where thousands of websites are suggesting how to find God and when to move to the wilderness the acronym for what's occurring is (laughs) T-E-O-T-W-A-W-K-I the end of the world as we know it
2: why did they have to put that in there because
0: <laughs> that was literally what was actually surface surf- circling online
2: that's the acronym
0: yeah Teot <laughs> <laughs> the end of the world as we know it Teot Um,
2: <laughs> most are using that as a can I, where's my now?
1: phone can I put that on, in my Twitter bio
0: that's the first. Three paragraphs of an article from January 1999 they, that appeared they in They really, Vanity really Fair. thought
2: through everything in their daily lives that could go wrong. <laughs> they don't have coffee. They can't watch their freaking VCRs.
1: problem. <laughs> oh, right. Lily's a big coffee drinker. No.
2: You flinched at the, um, you didn't flinch at coffee, but you flinched at the other one oh, elevator's not working, oh, yeah. that'd be fucking terrifying! <laughs> and then you brought up,
1: like, hospitals, which would be, like, worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So, there's panic on the streets in regarding to, regards to this whole idea. What could have caused this?
1: Uh. <laughs> this would be
0: what a good opportunity ever? for a joke. Um, oh. Uh... Uh...
1: <laughs> No, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just inhaled a coffee.
0: Thanks, guys. To answer, we have to go back to the very beginning of computer science.
1: Can we go to ads so that I can have more time to think about
0: this? No, the ad doesn't come till way later, Lily. Please. <laughs> <laughs> We have to go back to the very beginning of computer science. In the early days, computer memory was scarce and had to be preserved wherever possible. One kilobyte of memory cost the average consumer anywhere between 10 and $100. In case you don't know, a kilobyte is two grades below a gigabyte, and you can buy a 32 gigabyte flash drive for like 40 bucks or something now.
2: What a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what a time to be alive. 10 to $100 for one kilobyte. Oh. Yeah So to compensate for this Any code <laughs> that could be reduced in size Was beneficial This extended oh. Yeah the idea was to conserve memory So any code you wrote had to be As short as possible As concise as possible
2: makes sense. That makes sense just as like a general life rule though
0: Yeah mm. This extended to dates naturally The standard input oh, for no. a date In just about every computer Was MMDDYY Two digits for the month, the day, and the year
2: Oh, shit. I think I understand. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, we're all screwed. <laughs>
0: so, two digits for each one. Month, day, year. And that meant that uh, years like 1999 were just 99 in the code. Oh. Dun, dun,
1: dun. What happens when it goes to zero, zero? This meant that the
0: year 2000 would just be two zeros, which would be identical to the date input for 1900.
2: You know, I I we're wish that you just like loop. went into this story and they're like, "And this is how we figured out about time travel." And like that was the rest <laughs> of the podcast. I'm like a little disappointed knowing that's not where this is going Goodbye. right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: weird. Weird that I'm not talking about the invention of time travel on my history <laughs> podcast.
2: That Sorry I'm to disappoint theory. you, Kira. It's okay. I'll get over it eventually. She won't. Probably not.
0: <laughs> so, this was first discovered like this this potential problem was first thought about in the 50s and 60s like the very beginning wait, of
1: wait, 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 computers
0: wait,
1: wait. my next question um when did computers <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know the exact year. It's like
2: it's <laughs> the Google when you just type in the first couple of words, <laughs> when did computers blank? Because
1: I know that like the rest of that sentence will be even dumber than the first sentence. Okay, of that so that
0: the, the Google suggestions for when did computers <laughs> are when did computers come out, become yes. common, replace yes. typewriters, come out to eh. the public, and start in cars. <laughs> yeah, they're they so personal computers computers. <laughs> Personal computers, like, the stuff that could be sold to, uh, the, like, the average consumer were the 70s, but computers mm-hmm. had been invented before then. Um, and those were,
1: like, the room-big computers.
0: Yeah, like, the supercomputers, the stuff that you had to, like, feed cards into to, like, understand the, like, the individual code, the mm-hmm. stuff that was used, like, to send people to the moon.
1: Right. So, maybe this part should be cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as, like, uh-huh. a thing... it's
0: educational.
1: I fully don't understand how computers work and how computer memory works. Oh, I don't um, either.
0: I don't either at all.
1: Um, okay. Yeah.
0: I, I can't help you there. It's like, I can tell you about the no, no, history no, 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 no. of computers. I that just... was a
1: warning because I know that if you, like, even if you did know, if you tried
2: to explain it to me, it wouldn't work. So, like, from my understanding, which, again, is very simplified. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: We have a big mass of information, and like you were saying about making code smaller, we make that mass of information smaller by making it one all ones and zeros, mm-hmm. and then that's just like an on and off relay, so that the memory only has to remember on and off, on being one and off being zero. Yeah, and then those translate up to your like bigger stored information. Where did
0: I understand like why binary had to be invented, but I don't understand like the core conceit of like how a computer works.
1: Where does electricity? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Literally on and off. Maybe, but where do all the ones and zeros go?
2: They're not physical. They're an abs- that's, numbers that's are an abstract concept, <laughs> really. It's not... That's- I don't understand how magnets work either. One and zero-, zero is a placeholder for electricity. Okay, and all right. On we're- okay.
0: We got a little into the weeds there.
2: Okay, sorry. You. We'll come back out.
0: <laughs> what was I talking about? So, this was first... This This kind of problem was first raised back in, like, the 60s. And so you mm-hmm. would think that by the 90s, this would have been corrected... As they had plenty of memory for this kind of thing by then
2: At least they were thinking about it like pretty early
0: This was what those original programmers had thought would happen They had never expected their simplified code to last this long And by Mm. the same spirit, they didn't really document their code's (laughs) creation So like they didn't even really know how they made it It's a whole problem because they they were expecting to be outmoded in like three years basically
2: Wow, that's pretty humble of them
0: yeah, so they I were, would have been
2: pretty cocky if I invented the <laughs> invented a computer and was like, no like, one will outdo me. Yeah,
0: it's a basically like, <laughs> futurist thing. Like, by 1990, we'll have flying cars. They won't have oh, any great. need for my crappy mm. code.
2: Curse you Ew. back to the future.
0: All <laughs> uh, right, so because of this problem, all kinds of errors could occur within interconnected computer systems. If a computer can't accurately tell the date, it could potentially mess up all kinds of personal records, bank information, other things. Experts all agreed this was likely to happen if nothing was done. They were also worried about literally every device with some kind of embedded computer chip, which extended from everything from uh, digital watches to VCRs, stoplights, like bus ticket validation systems. Like... Well... Embedded systems are much simpler than actual like computing systems, but they're still technically computers, and they still rely on dates. Coffee machines. Question so yeah, I, uh, anything
1: little... that you would have want to program, like something yes, you just start in the morning, but not but, all coffee machines.
0: But not specifically coffee machines. Power grids.
1: <gasps> ah, <laughs> now we're talking a little more serious. I fully <laughs> didn't understand that that also went to electricity. Yeah. No, it doesn't go to electricity because electricity was made before this. Before
2: like they had dates. Yeah, but now it. everything's hooked up to a main grid. That's like yeah, oh, yeah. power
0: grids are, are linked to a computer network by this point. Oh
2: my god, yeah, yeah. so modern.
0: Yeah, so people people were worried that hospitals would lose power. That uh, you know, heart monitors wouldn't be able to keep functioning because they'd suddenly not be able to work because of the date. How's that gummy bear vodka? <laughs>
2: You have to drink it now. No, I was going to wait. Okay, then put it down. No. I took the muddler away from her, so we should be okay. we am going to sip
0: the third of a shot.
2: I'm going to have a solid one. That's going to taste not good. Yep,
1: there it is. <laughs> <laughs> drink this vodka down the hatch.
0: <laughs> Yo, what we about to do? <laughs>
1: Wow, it's like spicy. It's awful. It's straight vodka.
0: So, like I said, this was the problem was talked about from really early on, but it was only brought up in earnest, like in published form, in 1984, 1985.
1: Um, okay, okay. Who were the brave souls that first brought it up?
0: Oh God, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember shit, the shit, author shit. of the book. I'm shit, sorry. Shit, shit, shit,
1: shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Did you even do any research on this? <laughs> Eric, do you even know what why two didn't is? have an interesting?
0: <laughs> there was a book by an Illinois couple, Jerome and Marilyn Murray, published in eighty four. Oh my god! So this they first started talking about this. They first was brought up in eighty four.
1: Wait, but who are with they? A,
0: with a book called "Computers in Crisis: How to Avert the Coming Worldwide Computer Systems Collapse," um, if that doesn't
2: get you going, I don't know what will.
0: Yeah, it was written by an Illinois couple, Jerome and Marilyn Murray. Uh, Mrs. Murray was an assistant vice president at an insurance company.
2: Jesus Christ! And she, uh,
0: uh, she, so an
1: expert, thank you.
0: Yeah, she was figuring annuities, and she keyed in one due after two thousand, and the, her computer okay. gave her back nineteen hundred.
2: That's okay. That's that's Oh, that's okay. Scary. So this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is real. This is so. This legit. is proof that we live in a simulation. <laughs> after after two thousand, <laughs> everything collapsed. We all died, but then <laughs> they revived our minds. Yeah, I actually remember when I was three years old, and now we're living on oh, yeah, this. Yeah,
0: fuck. this definitely sounds like <laughs> two people who were like three years old when this happened.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Now uh, we were twenty. We're actually fifty right now. Forty. Oh
0: wow, goodness! So yes, you were twenty. You were twenty in two thousand, and you're fifty now. So it's twenty thirty, is what you're saying. Like, why
2: didn't you ever tell me? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, okay this go. is how I wanted you to find out.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm going to consume your youth now.
2: I'm
1: also, since I'm fifty, having these gummy bears fully legally. You just said they were bad. I need to do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Eating sounds great for any audio medium.
1: Oh my god, I just got. Oh, actually, it's not so bad. All right, I think we need to keep going before this gets dangerous. All right.
0: <sighs> do
1: you want one? Oh, no. <laughs> no.
0: So it was first brought up in earnest in 84 and 85, but it didn't really reach the public until the mid-90s, by which time precisely nothing had been done about it.
2: Okay, so people saw this book being published and were like, eh, not concerned. I mean, okay, well, then so...
0: more books started to get published. Okay,
2: okay.
1: Also, though, thing about, like, the 80s, I don't know, I feel like... I mean, I know this because I was alive in the 80s, obviously. Uh-huh. Um the 80s was like the me decade, right? Like everyone was just like very first of all capitalism centered.
0: Greed is good.
1: Greed is good and like it's a further quote from the yourself. Movie Wall Street. Yeah, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> And like but like everyone was very self-focused I feel like. So why would they be concerned about that?
0: Uh-huh. That's you can't. You are again, able to be day. concerned about things when no. you're self-absorbed, you know? I don't know. No. I feel like, like if someone possible. told me,
2: like, hey, did you know that in 20 years, everything that you hold near and dear to you will suddenly go up in flames because society will collapse? Yeah, and
1: then you're going to be like, oh, whatever, and then go back to doing the cocaine. We'll have uh-huh. two very different lifestyles, <laughs> do <don't> we? <laughs> yeah, in the 80s, very different yes. experiences
0: in the <laughs> 1980s.
1: Yes, when we were... Hugely different uh, 80s experiences. Like, one... Yeah
2: said 10 okay <laughs> somewhere in there
0: <laughs> so by 97 it was becoming something of a panic and by february of 98 president bill clinton signed an ex- yes. signed an executive order to form the council on year 2000 conversion which was led you- by a guy called uh john koskinen
2: excellent sure
0: yeah this 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 went all the way to the president and this, as
1: it should i was gonna make some some jokes about bill clinton's sexy saxophone playing but then i decided not to proud of you for that restraint thank
0: you yeah this this came up after a while of uh, media organizations basically going like and the president is doing nothing about it
2: <laughs> does he know that our livelihoods depend upon this
0: <laughs> the whole world is ending and your leaders don't know anything about computers koskinen set out to solve the problems of the government's mission critical systems and he had plenty of money to do so <laughs> His team worked with the Department of Defense, Wall Street, hundreds of other systems over the next two years. And the United States was hardly the only country to put in a ton of time and money into solving the problem. Governments around the world took similar steps to ensure they were ready. Meanwhile, the press was loving all this. (laughs) Article after article about the fears of the Y2K problem led to a panic among people who didn't really understand how all this worked. Mm-hmm. They didn't really get that the danger was limited. They heard that nightmare scenario that I told you about. Right. That, you know, everything connected to anything digital would digital would fail, and then they started, you know, naturally preparing for the end of the world.
2: How many bunkers do you think were built as a result of this crisis? Okay, Some. Some. <laughs> <laughs> I can
0: say that with actual certainty. Oh, geez, Bunkers guys. were built for I'm this. I'm excited.
2: I'm Whoa. excited for the spread of the um, conversation.
1: Okay, so was it like mostly America freaking out? Was it also Europe? It was
0: kind of a range of countries. Like, parts of Europe didn't care at all. Parts of Asia didn't care at all. Some right. did. Like, the Germans were, were, were very conscientious about it. The Italians didn't give a fuck. Like, you Uganda had a task force. Like, it was kind of piecemeal. It was whoever decided it was worth it.
2: What do these What do these task force really do? Like, were they just, like, accepting of, like, all right, this is going to happen, like, let's just start, like, oh, acquiring oh, weapons? Oh, no, the,
0: or... the problem-solving process involves replacing the dates in every line of code in every computer system that would be affected.
1: I love it. Wait, so did some countries just not do that?
0: Yes, yeah, so plenty of countries just didn't do that.
1: Okay. 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 So then maybe. Or at
0: least did very little for it, and most companies were expected to do it themselves. The government did not do it for them.
2: Oh God, that's a terrible time to be alive. Well, but I feel like that would. It was a a great great time
0: to be a software engineer. Yeah,
2: yeah. Until you hated your life because you were just replacing all the dates in the code. Did you ever see the movie
0: Office Space?
2: No. Oh. Is that the one where he just like stops giving a fuck about his superiors and Yeah. Then, yeah. His the, job the in stapler? that movie,
0: his job in that movie is replacing dates for the year 2000.
2: Oh, no wonder the movie ended up like that.
0: So there the, the these government agencies, the companies, all these people they're hiring, they're all really hard at work cuz they're like changing out individual lines of code one at a time for this. Mm-hmm. And like you know, a comp- like some software systems had like fifty million lines of code in them.
2: Oh God!
0: Like
2: that's a bunch of lines. That's yeah, crazy they're crazy expensive.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, while the, while they're working away, devout Christian groups began declaring devout. that it yeah it must be the tribulations <laughs> described in the Bible that either oh, yeah, preceded or followed the rapture, depending on the interpretation. Okay.
2: Follow the. Followed the
0: rapture? Yeah, there's a whole thing. <laughs> where, like, the rapture <laughs> would we happen. Missed it? <laughs> the rapture would happen, the tribulations would happen, there would be seven years of basically hell on earth, and then Jesus would return to lead his army to defeat the devil in Armageddon.
1: Okay.
0: That's one of the interpretations of the Bible. All right.
2: Yeah. I Alternatively,
0: know like, the tribulations and all the signs of the end times were going to come before the rapture, so... Eh.
2: Ooh, who even knows?
0: Yeah, known okay. garbage human Jerry Falwell declared that it could be a sign from God Wait. to wake up the United States and reward the faithful.
2: Can we have a brief background on why of, he's referred of, to of as known J- garbage Jerry human Falwell? Jerry
0: Falwell? He was a whole figure in the '90s and early 2000s. Extremely religious, extremely homophobic. Nice. Um, yeah, I I might do like some episode about him eventually, so I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Okay. Fair yeah. Anyway, he he thought it could be a sign from God that is gonna show the true path to the nation of the United States.
1: Okay.
0: Nice. A be- young a young Alex Jones actually did a show on Y2K. Oh my a God. a 3-hour radio <gasps> show where he basically just made up a bunch of lies and said a bunch <gasps> of horrible things were yes. happening around the world. Alex
1: Jones lying? He was like he was he basically like <gasps> 3 hours though. Holy shit. Did men legit... had a lot to say. Wait, did were ra- um were radio shows that long generally? Not
0: no, I don't think so. Okay. But I mean sometimes they were. Why
1: not? because that's a long fucking time. Yeah. Who yeah, has that
0: he, much he was fan? he was real not into us. like a Pennsylvania nuclear plant had shut down. He was very clearly just trying to like whip his audience into a frenzy. Like thousands a, of nuclear. civilians are trapped in some city. <laughs> he 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 talked about Vladimir Putin for
2: a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah, he did.
0: Anyway, but it in did, what
2: way did he talk about Not war? positive. A sexual way. <laughs> As one should always speak about Vladimir Putin Yes
0: So yeah, there was Alex Jones in the thick of it With a lot of other doomsayers
1: You'd really expect him To be, you know,
2: front lines of this battle I understand the vantage point he's taking though I feel like if there was just this opportunity For me to stir up a panic among people that easily How could you not do it? (laughs) okay wait what was the thing that you and told? he's making money okay. off of it so there you go
0: a lot of a lot of people trying to inspire fear were just trying to make some money
1: there you go no but see the thing is all right so kira has this thing oh no so she's she, she, like to tell, tell <laughs> she'll tell me every once in a while of like not like sadistic <laughs> things that she wants to do her, to her future children but like really weird like making them believe what like lying to them about one really specific completely unimportant thing for their whole lives until they figure it out on their own
2: i think the first
1: example was you only wanted to serve them lasagna (laughs) noodles so that they wouldn't have any understanding of smaller noodles than lasagna noodles
2: okay so hear me out (laughs) i had this epiphany the other day you never just eat a bowl of lasagna noodles right it's not convenient We've yeah. been raised in a society that only expects us to eat small noodles. Therefore, yeah, because they're
0: convenient and easy to eat. Exactly. Kira. Exactly.
2: So <laughs> imagine if we reverse that situation. I like trained my kids to only be able to eat very large noodles. So when faced with a bowl of small noodles, they're sitting there with a fork like, what the sweet fuck is going on right now? They're so slippery and you know that I don't would, know what I'm doing.
0: They would see some movie or something and go like, what are those, Mom?
2: No, No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would screen everything to make sure they say, never contacted un- a small everything? noodle before the age of 18. <laughs> you're underestimating
1: Kira's commitment to shit like this I've been thinking about for this a while, for a while last long year time. she stole one of our friends like all of <laughs> all of his pants every pair of pants that he owned except for like one pair of sweatpants or something Yeah. and he didn't know for fully like a month well,
2: I think that reflects more on
0: him than her it was like though. no but he
2: didn't know who had them oh and but he, didn't... he knew
0: they were getting stolen
2: well, well I saw all of them at the same time
0: but mm-hmm. he didn't
1: really realize for a day or two yeah when he thought he had happened. lost all of them yeah <laughs>
0: oh man i wonder where all my pants went guess i must have put them in my other pair of pants
1: yeah and then they started an instagram account michael's traveling pants and a fan email account where they would just post pictures of his pants in different places
2: for almost a month i have a long commitment to the joke
0: (laughs) all right kira's into the long con
2: very long con that's all
1: i'm saying (laughs) This when is she like sympathizes with Alex Jones. Yeah, because you want
0: to, like, you basically want to turn your kids into conspiracy theorists.
2: Yes. I mean, I <laughs> must do what my parents have done to me, so.
0: What did
1: your parents do to you?
2: <laughs> we don't need to talk that's, about that's it. That's longer than this
1: podcast.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Did they make you think lasagna
0: noodles were normal noodles? No.
2: <laughs> Heavy bouts of atheism. But this is fine we can keep going
0: <laughs> all right oh, so while all this panic was happening people in the hardware and software business like the people selling the computers they were happy because they kept getting hired <laughs> to solve the problem yeah also microsoft was publicly unconcerned about it saying their software didn't have the problem so so they for the solution they advocated everyone just switch to a pc <laughs> i
2: love it i love it <laughs> <laughs>
0: These comments infuriated Y2K experts. Again, according to that Vanity Fair article. I just love this quote. He's not only slowed the whole effort down by a year, Y2K (laughs) consultant William Ulrich says of Gates, he's also guilty of having the problem and downplaying it. Sin on top of sin. Oh my god. God, I really like
1: how religious this has become. Even among people who are just like It's the end of the
2: world.
0: (laughs) People were so serious about it. They were so serious.
2: I also think it's interesting that, like, because this is such a boom for, like, the technology industry, that Mm -hmm. this came from a source that was not based in the technology industry. Like, I feel like you could get some really interesting conspiracy theories going about how they, like, planned this.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Has that been explored? Maybe they
1: deliberately ignored the problem from the 50s onwards so that there would be this crisis and this little economic
2: boom for them yeah turning the tables
0: there was always going to be an economic boom for
2: them. <laughs> ridiculous <laughs>
0: doesn't count so amidst all this panic flash forward to the end of 99 news articles begin reporting on people buying supplies canned food flashlights heaters even building survival bunkers. Oh, yeah. Private,
1: <laughs> private
0: and state <laughs> workers were pretty calmly fixing the problem, but they never really convinced the public that they were solving anything.
1: Oh, yeah, because why would they?
0: And then midnight on New Year's Eve came.
1: <sighs>
0: and that's where we're going to take a break for an add-on for another show on the Major cast Network.
1: No, the cliffhanger! <sighs>
2: Have you ever watched something for your favorite actor, but then afterwards you realized it wasn't worth your time?
1: Well, our time is
2: worth nothing. I'm Katie. And I'm Lenny. And together we host the Filmographers. Every month we pick an actor and watch everything they've done. Then we report back to you so you know everything to decide if it's worth your time.
1: So check us out on the Major Cast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.
2: New episodes the first week of every month.
0: So, I left you guys on a bit of a cliffhanger.
2: Remind me what it was?
0: New Year's Eve. Ah,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a real cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. We were gone uh, for years.
0: Midnight. January 1st, 2000.
1: Ball drops. And then smashes into the crowd. <laughs> because yeah. nothing Hilling can control everyone. it.
0: Yeah, not much happened.
1: (laughs) Frick. One of us spit on my computer. (laughs) Eh, it wasn't
0: (laughs) me. January 1st, 2000 came, and there were a few computer glitches uh, from companies and services around the globe, but by and large, they were minor and manageable. Well, I happen to have the Wikipedia page open.
2: Fantastic.
1: Credit where credit's due.
0: Yeah.
1: God bless Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Documented errors on the 1st of January, 2000 couple things in Japan. There was a radiation monitoring equipment that failed at midnight.
2: Small, (laughs) small There was no risk to the public,
0: and it was fixed pretty quickly. That was Ishikawa in Onagawa. An alarm sounded at a nuclear power plant at two minutes after midnight, but not for anything. So it was just a noise. Uh, And again in Japan telecommunications carrier found errors in the data management the problem was fixed two hours later and no services were disrupted
1: the first one was the most exciting
0: yeah uh in australia a bus ticket validation machine that was used in two different states failed to operate no some slot machines in delaware stopped working
2: (gasps) no that's pretty
0: bad. the uh, The U.S. Naval Observatory, which runs the master clock that keeps the country's official time, gave the date as nineteen one hundred. So that's fun.
2: What? <laughs> See, yeah. that one doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, how did that get? There in?
0: are there are a few different computer programs that instead of doing nineteen hundred, do nineteen one hundred. So nineteen thousand one hundred.
2: And that is because.
0: Cause you know they're 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 basically operating on two digits, so the next thing after ninety nine is a hundred. So nineteen one hundred,
1: right? Like the nineteen was just
2: like supplementing. Oh, like, uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense.
0: There was there was there were like risk assessments for Down syndrome in Sheffield, in the oh. UK. Um, and incorrect risk assessments were sent to 154 pregnant women. Oh,
2: mm. no. That's not good. Was that fixed?
0: Uh, I mean, not really, because, um, I mean, it was eventually, obviously. Right. But two abortions were carried out as a direct <gasps> result of this. Oh. Um, And four babies with Down syndrome were born to mothers who had been told they were in a low-risk group. Oh. Which, yeah, isn't great, That's but awful. like... That's That's the most serious consequence I could find. Mm
2: -hmm. I suppose that's not so bad. It's still pretty bad, but
0: yeah. Yeah, it's not exactly the widespread failure of the world that everyone was expecting. This is true.
1: Well, except...
0: There were also also some that had problems on the 1st of March 2000 for some reason. Um, A few in Japan, again, that were pretty much minor. God like, weather again. bureau computers were corrupted, that kind of deal. Ooh,
1: that's spicy.
0: The Coast Guard's message processing system was affected.
1: Ooh. Um, check-in, line,
0: check-in lines at Reagan National Airport in D.C. lengthened after baggage handling programs were affected.
2: Huh. I think you mean. I could,
0: uh, I could keep going, but it's all kind of similar to this. This is as bad as it got.
2: What do you think is, like, the most mundane one?
0: the most mundane one
2: <laughs> not <laughs> written on
1: wikipedia <laughs>
0: in in bulgaria police documents were issued with expiration dates of 29th of february 2005 and 29th of february 2010 which are not leap years yes,
2: that's... and this
0: <sighs> and the system went to 1900 oh no oh, Shit. yeah all right
2: that's pretty mundane nice job
0: yeah. Some people did not realize that the year 2000 would be a leap year, but it is.
2: Lily is or, one of those people. <laughs> I guess it yeah. was.
0: Cuz supposedly, <laughs> supposedly there was a rule that years divisible by 100 are not yeah. um are not leap years, but that there is an exception for years that are divisible by 400.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah, that's... I'm so... Like, this is the really interesting part of the podcast.
1: <laughs> Who knew?
0: <laughs> like, this is this
1: is about as... As juicy as it gets.
0: Yeah, as... Like, there were, like, maybe some consequences, like, in the UK. But, like, I don't... Uh, that's as bad as it got.
2: You could, like, make stuff up if you wanted.
0: Yeah, I'm not Alex Jones, Kira. <laughs>
2: Or so you, Kira's like, can't relate.
0: (laughs) That's, That's not me. I go for accuracy, usually.
1: Yeah, I guess the most, like, interesting part is the panic
2: part of this story. Yeah, Definitely.
0: This basically means that whatever preparation occurred, it worked well enough that the transition was no big deal. It's unclear exactly how necessary all the precautions were, right, but there right. were some definite problems that were supposedly fixed, and on the whole, the updated computer systems worked better than their older counterparts, so it was a net win for the organizations that got that upgrade.
2: Yeah, honestly, it seems True. like a good thing. True. People first build bunkers, stocked up on supplies that would last for years. Amazing.
0: There's also the issue of how much the precautions cost,
2: however. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wait, can Lillian and I guess first?
0: Yeah, you you actually guessed at the beginning of this. You said $40 and $100. Okay,
2: you asked us how much we would spend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I interpreted that as me personally. $40. Okay.
0: Maybe I should have made it still $40 <laughs> even you like the United States of America.
2: Forty if you're the, billion no, no. dollars. No,
1: 40,
0: forty billion dollars from Kira.
1: Forty dollars. Period. Globally. <laughs> <laughs> At a maximum. That is. The Don't
0: spend it all in one place. now, it All right.
1: There was just one guy who had one day <laughs> to fix it all. <laughs> hey, I'll give you forty dollars to fix
0: the world's computers. Yeah, okay.
2: Do it until we won't kill you this time. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Around the world, it is estimated that over $300 billion were spent in preparation for Y2K, with nearly half of that, $134 billion, coming from the United States alone.
2: Woo! Wow, we were really worried. <laughs> yeah, but that's us. That's true. <laughs> we, do, we do have a tendency to slightly overreact sometimes.
0: <laughs> the rapture did not occur. There was no mass chaos. There were no...
2: Except for maybe at... I mean, okay. The grocery store.
1: All... But we don't know that. Maybe it did, but the simulation makes us think that it didn't. Yep. Eric. (sighs) Mick Adams. That's your real fucking name. You (laughs) robot. Maybe you
0: living in the Matrix, a licensed property property by the Wachowskis. Maybe that's what it is. Yes.
1: You got it. You know, whenever I bring up... (laughs) Actually, I never bring up The Matrix, but whenever someone else brings up The Matrix around Mac, yeah. he'll be like, well, they would only release The Matrix, like, wait. of course he would say <laughs> something along those <laughs> Like, to make people believe that it couldn't be real. So therefore... I don't know. And then he'll leave. And
2: then he'll, like, mic drop.
0: <laughs> Alternatively... It's a movie.
2: No. <laughs> there is no other possible explanation.
0: By the Wachowskis. <laughs> and it's all a, mem- a metaphor for them being transgender. Wait,
2: what?
0: You can really map some, some metaphors for being trans across the... Great. Especially the first Matrix.
2: Interesting. Huh. Cool.
0: Which is why it's especially funny that uh, men's rights activists and sexists across the internet call it being red-pilled when they find out that actually men have it worse than women. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't realize it was made by two trans women.
1: Yeah. Nice. Uh, Good job, everybody. Let's get out of this corner. Here's a tale of (laughs) incompetence.
0: One of the top-rated movies on Amazon Prime is The Red Pill, a documentary where a feminist filmmaker becomes a men's rights activist. No.
2: Are you kidding me? No.
0: Yeah, it's a real thing.
2: Oh, oh no!
1: Why would you tell me that? Oh, yeah.
0: I only know this because I'm on Amazon Prime a lot, looking for movies to watch.
1: Oh no, uh, can't relate. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> you're on YouTube instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I still watch the Vine compilations, Kira.
2: Oh, thank God! <laughs> I just watch
0: a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, eh, most is still in fine compilation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there <laughs> was them. there was
0: there was no rapture. There was no mass chaos. Uh, there, yeah, there, and the errors that did occur were corrected really easily and quickly.
1: Eric, as your um, legal lawyer, I need you to say allegedly in front of everything <laughs> that you're saying right now, because we don't know that there wasn't any chaos. We simply don't know.
2: I'm really on this one
0: There are two opposing views on the Y2K preparation Now the first is that it was a justified response And the lack of issues Reflects how well we prepared for it Because again if they prepared for it well This would be the response Like well that wasn't a big deal
1: That was easy
0: Yeah You know like if they did a good job It wouldn't (laughs) be a big deal (laughs) Click (laughs) done They also tend to point to how computer systems on the whole were updated, so it was, like, a good thing anyway. Right. Yeah. The lack of issues reflected how well we prepared for it, blah, blah, blah. It was beneficial on the whole and a good idea.
1: Which makes sense. Okay. Logically.
0: The opposing view, which I find myself a part of, points to a few different facts as evidence that the whole crisis was overblown. First... There were plenty of countries and companies that did little to no prep for Y2K. And while there were some glitches due to the millennium bug, they didn't occur in the less prepared countries any more than in the more prepared countries. Mm, Sounds fake. Like, compared, like, uh, uh, Germany had, like, I think one or, like, maybe no glitches or, like, one glitch. Like, Italy, I think the only glitch they had was, like, some people's, like, prison sentences were lengthened and then fixed immediately. Like, the like the most that happened in places like Italy, South Korea, other places that didn't do anything, the most that happened was there was like, oh, that's weird, and then they fixed it.
1: Hmm.
0: And it took, like, a day.
1: I'm pretty determined to believe in Y2K. <laughs>
0: and... Like, you just, like, you compare stuff like Germany, United States, which spent billions of dollars trying to fix this, to Italy, which gave no fucks about it, and did fine.
2: So was the billions of dollars spent primarily on just, like, hiring people to fix it, or...
0: Yeah, like, paying people to go through lines of code and fix dates.
2: Were there any other outlets or ways that they were spending that money?
0: I'm not sure exactly the avenues. I think that was the main one, but, like, okay. you know, maybe some funds got embezzled. Who knows? Probably. It's always that fun For idea.
2: sure. <laughs> when are they not? Embezzle yeah. them funds!
0: <laughs> Schools, government, small businesses, which did little to nothing about the whole crisis, pretty much continued as usual. There were no, like, more complaints than usual, apparently. great.
2: Right. It's not saying a lot. <laughs> I think-
0: I think this has to do with how people get confused by stuff like this, but machines don't like yeah. a person, a person looking at a date that reads zero zero and sees math that doesn't line up with like actual dates will mm-hmm. get confused, but, but a computer, knows. yeah, a computer <laughs> sees a person born in 1977, computes their age 23, despite it, despite the date being like 1900 for some reason, like the, the computer doesn't care. Right. It's just, it's most likely going to operate. It might have some problems, but they're usually pretty easy to find and fix in mm-hmm. this case.
2: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Fair enough.
0: And that's how Y2K kind of ends. There are all these retrospectives now, like, that was weird.
2: <laughs> Honestly, though, like, at its, at its core, that was just purely incompetent. Like, Which there, part? Was, no, that's true. Like, the entire just, the like, overblown thing. situation. Like, there was no distractions, Whoa, no okay. big bells or whistles. Like, this was just stupid. Yeah, Yeah. it
0: was, like, and it was kind of stupid on everyone's part. Like, the original engineers who just never considered putting in Ford numbers. Or? Or it was all a justified response and they saved the world. Yes.
2: No. (laughs) No, there's no way.
0: (laughs) Look, it's, like, I think there's a legitimate argument that, like, larger stuff like Wall Street could have been affected and Wall Street could have gone down for a week or something. Like, that kind of thing. But... Aside from that, I, I don't think it was that big of a deal.
2: If humanity was about to be wiped out because our, like, numbers were changing on the computers, I think we would all be dead by now.
0: It's also worth noting that, like, all the stuff about, like, elevators not working and VCRs and, like, stoplights, all the stuff that you did, that used embedded machines, mm-hmm. like, there was a failure rate of, like, 0.001% in those, thanks to Y2K. Like, it was not a thing at all.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, like all the stuff
0: about elevators stopping working. All the stuff about like well, planes crashing. Well,
2: they hypothesized.
0: Yeah, they thought that power grids would fail, yeah. fail and they didn't.
1: Oh, well. I'm still into it. Oh, oh. I'm still <laughs> into <laughs> it. <laughs> that was a that's, regular gummy bear. That
0: was a, <laughs> yeah, the choking it out. Of her. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much where that story ends, so I guess now we have to get to the pickle for the knowing ones. Pickle! Because at the end of every episode of Massive Incompetence on a Grand Scale, I like to end with a story of absurd competence.
2: On a small scale.
0: A, but, but, yeah, it's a small scale. It's a oh, little Like one. a little
1: pickle. Yeah. Well, you have to... Okay. 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 Yeah, you do, the you do to... is a very specific reference. Yeah. I'm speaking to everyone listening. It is fully yeah. worth looking up. Okay. It's a nice yeah. little thing that'll bring you a little bit of joy in this shite world.
2: Open <laughs> <laughs> your shite mouth. <laughs> Yeah. a
0: little hint for you. So we're going to talk about Netflix.
2: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. Oh, gosh. Not Netflix.
1: No.
0: Uh Specifically, we're going to talk about the Netflix prize. Ooh.
1: What is that? Uh, Can I win? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And even more specifically, we're going to talk about the Netflix prize and The Napoleon Dynamite Problem.
2: (gasps) Okay, hit me with it. I love that movie. I'm so ready.
0: (laughs) In the spring of 2007, emails started to circulate that a competition was being held. Netflix, that old web-based DVD rental company, was holding a contest to improve their recommendation engine, which was called Cinematch.
2: Wow, TVT, am I right?
0: Yeah, 2007, back when Netflix was just a DVD service.
2: Whoa.
1: There this was no chilling.
0: They were trying to improve their system for <laughs> recommending movies to people based on what they'd already liked and seen.
1: Okay.
0: Uh-huh. That system was called Cinematch. Yes.
1: Sure.
0: The contest went like this. If you could improve Cinematch's effectiveness by just 10%, just a 10% b- bump, That's the winning team would be given $1 million. <laughs>
1: One million dollars. $1
0: million. <laughs> oh, immediately with the Austin Powers references.
1: That is, yeah. Yep. That's well, what, we that's what we're here for. <laughs> if you're not here for Austin Powers references, get the fuck out.
2: Eric just finished his beer. <laughs> we're close to the end. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like it would be pretty easy. You know, yeah. just make a. No, no. Just no. make a. And also, they gave the algorithm to like out to the public, basically. Like, right. if, if you can if you can take this and improve on it by ten percent, hmm. you will you will give you a million dollars. So obviously, computer programmers around the country With were like
2: batshit.
0: Yeah, like uh, well, <laughs> I'm hmm. quitting
2: my job, and I will see you later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it immediately became apparent that it was not that easy to improve this by ten percent. Hmm.
2: Yeah. 10% is they, a lie.
0: Their their algorithm was already pretty good. That was the that was the real problem. Um and they were given all kinds of of uh, data. They were given like 480,000 customers like anonymously mm. had were like their their data was given to these computer programmers as they rated 17,770 Netflix movies. Oh my god. Like they had, they had, they were given all this data to sift through. They were given all these tools, and a year and a half later, it was still going.
1: Damn! Whoa! Did people like improve it by like seven percent or something, or were people just
2: struggling?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Nine
2: point nine nine. Because I feel like the most productive way to handle that would just be like each group makes small increments, and then if they share publicly, they can keep building on it. But that may be too. Many.
0: That's pretty much what happened oh. so teams teams would work in increments and then they would send it into Netflix, and Netflix would kind of rate them to see how much they improved and mm-hmm. they would say like you've you've improved it by like six percent that kind of deal once it became once it became clear that it wasn't going to be a quick thing, there was a progress prize that was given out like the the, the leader Everybody at gets the time, a medal. which had improved it by eight point3 percent whoa. This this was in, like, late 2007, like, the same year, but, like, it had gone on for months by this point. Right. Wow. And hadn't done anything. And one of the... And once they got to, like, 8%, 9%, they started realizing that progress beyond that was getting harder and harder. Like, it got exponentially harder to improve past that. Makes cause
2: sense.
0: Because they just couldn't get the last little bit. And part of the reason why was because of Napoleon Dynamite.
2: Of course,
0: this was an indie comedy from 2004, for those who don't know. It achieved cult status and went on to become extremely popular on Netflix for its rental I've service. I've seen it
1: once, but hear me oh. out. Okay, I, I saw it, so you can't even go like, ugh, because I know it. I watched it. Okay. But the time that I watched it, Dad, we watched it like as a family, and I just remember Dad sitting there and sighing loudly like, every
0: other joke. That'll yeah, it, it, it would, sorry. it would, it would not be his kind of movie. You, you don't
1: remember do that? that I remember that it's vividly. It's like a
0: solid, it's like a solid B-plus movie.
1: It's a great freaking movie.
0: It's a good movie.
1: Alright, we're not getting into <laughs> okay. it.
0: It's very quotable, but, like, in the moment, it's not that funny. Yeah. Like, I think After that depends on how many of...
2: times you've watched it.
0: Sure. The first time you watch it, you kind of go like, oh, that was kind of funny. And then you quote it later, and then you're like, oh, I like saying it like they said it. That's kind of funny. Like, it's yeah. more quotable than it is, like, hilarious. I agree to
2: disagree.
1: Anyway.
0: That's my opinion.
1: Anyway! anyway.
0: Uh, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite was not like other movies, because a lot of programmers said that they could take... Normal hits like Lethal Weapon, other movies like just standard blockbuster fare, and then they would usually they could predict how any given Netflix user would rate them, usually within about eight tenths of a star. Like they could they could get that it's a five star rating system, so that's what like a sixteen percent margin of error. Yeah.
1: It's not bad give or
0: take which is not bad that's pretty good that's you know and that's how much he's that's how much he's improving on it basically mm-hmm. that's how he could tell that's how they could tell how much like the percentage that they're improving
1: okay
0: napoleon dynamite it was 1.2 stars he'd be off on average are you speaking he just about could...
1: someone specific
0: yeah this sorry i'm reading from a new york times article <laughs> gotcha. there's they refer to a specific programmer okay, other people okay, like okay. Movies like Napoleon Dynamite would stick out because there was no real way to tell whether someone would like it or not.
2: <laughs> of course not. Nice. Yeah.
0: And Were there any of other lo-
2: movies that fell in that category?
0: Oh, like the one... They, they talk about ones that are kind of politically polarizing, hard to classify in specific genres. They bring up in this New York Times article I Heart Huckabees, Lost in Translation, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, Kill Bill Volume 1, that kind of stuff
1: kill bill volume kill bill one volume
0: yeah i feel like kill bill volume one wouldn't be that hard but you know what do i know Interesting. i'm not a computer programmer classic
1: well anyway
0: so there are these difficult movies that would stand out and it was hard to and like it, you it would feel like they would get you know other movies they'd be able to get really accurately and then these other ones would just be outliers they wouldn't be able to get anything on them sure So, eventually, different teams started sharing their work because they realized that, like, they were not making headway on their own. And when they started doing this, they were basically like, look, this is a lot of work and more than we anticipated. Like, this is more than just a hobby at this point. If we're going to crack this, we need to actually, like, really put in some work. And so the top teams, they kept a leaderboard, so we knew who the top teams were. They started merging together.
2: Mm, There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the different top teams started be- started becoming super teams. There there were teams that like started out as like, you know, Robert Bell as like his own thing and then that became Bellcore because he joined with another guy right. whose last name was Core. Like it it was it was a whole
1: um, a whole merging thing.
0: Yeah, sorry. So actually and Bellcore was one of the super teams at first. And then there was another team called like Pragmatic. There was one team called Chaos. And eventually, awesome. it was it was Belcor's pragmatic chaos team. Yes, it was.
2: Yes. You damn right, it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, it beat Netflix's own algorithm for predicting ratings by ten point zero six percent.
2: Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's how close it was cut. Good on
2: them.
0: Mm-hmm. This happened in on September twenty first, two thousand nine. Wow. Almost, yeah, more than two full years after it started.
2: Wow. Were there yeah, any so, holdouts who just refused to join another team?
0: I don't know. I don't know about the team dynamics between, like the per- the interpersonal dynamics yeah. between hmm. them. I don't think there haven't been there hasn't been like a documentary made about this, so I can't yeah. really get into it. because
2: yeah. I feel like financially it could get pretty intense.
0: Like, yeah, did they have to drop
2: contact contracts about how the money would be split?
0: I assume so. What's really weird, though, is that Netflix didn't end up using the winning algorithm.
2: What? Why not? It was a yeah. scam the entire time.
0: Because at this point by the end of 2009 Netflix was shifting as a company and moving more towards instant movies.
1: <laughs>
0: and it would have taken a they would have taken much more engineering work to actually put this algorithm into practice. However, they did use the last progress prizes algorithm in it. So like it improved by like 8.7%, not 10%. Even so. In the end. Wow.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: So next time you think about like Netflix recommending movies to you, there's this whole history to
2: it. Oh. <laughs> duly noted. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you just watched that nature documentary for the fourth time.
0: Too. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast, though. This has been like an hour and a half. Thank you for listening.
1: <laughs> it's actually been an hour and a half in 46 seconds. 40, so I was wait,
0: pretty damn seconds. close is what you're saying. No, 30
2: seconds. Yeah, actually, that was a pretty good guess.
1: Thank
0: you. No. <laughs> Y'all don't have anything you want to plug on the internet, correct?
1: Uh, my Twitter. Um. What's which your Twitter, is Lily? Fine. <laughs> it's uh at LilyKate underscore MC.
0: So yeah, go follow Lily.
1: Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good Twitter account, you I promise. You
2: don't have to follow me; it's fine. You can check out my SoundCloud page.
0: What's your SoundCloud page, Kira? i don't
2: have a SoundCloud page. <laughs> <laughs> but if I you did, you know it, it <laughs> would be good.
0: You don't have a Twitter? You don't have anything you can plug?
2: I have a really, really bad Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do Follow don't Michael's
2: that. Traveling Pants. Yeah, my, actually Michael's Traveling Pants. That's kind of turned into my meme account, so... Michael's I,
0: Traveling Pants on Instagram. Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 There's some it, there's there some go. interesting content on there. All we right, have I an email do- too, if you want to reach out to us that way. I
0: got it too. A-
2: <laughs> Michael's traveling pants at gmail dot com.
0: <laughs> Michael's traveling pants at gmail dot com.
2: <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs>
0: My name is Eric McAdams. Thank you for listening to Big Time Whoopsies. You can find me on Twitter at Yours, my personal website, nocharactersafe.com. You can find my other podcasts on the Major Cast Network, including a new one that we're making and we're very excited Whoa. about. What is that? And oh, the great. new shows that we're bringing to the network, the True. first of which was the Double X Files. And True. we have more planned with more and more different creators. And we're getting more diverse as we go. So stay tuned with the Major Cast Network.
1: Hell yeah!
0: And also you can find my stuff on, like, ScreenRant, I guess.
1: <laughs> Get some nice listicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's
2: You're going to learn it's... a lot about
1: Jersey Shore today. No, 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 no. Yeah. Go read them and pay
2: Eric that way. That's true. Not that you pay Eric, Eric, but they pay Eric, which
1: mm-hmm. is good.
2: My, my internet shout-out instead of my SoundCloud will be paying Eric.
0: Yeah. Or you can just, like, PayPal me. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Contact. He accepts Contact. Venmo.
0: Contact him. Buy him a sandwich I'll, I'll sometime. I'll send you my PayPal email address. <laughs> It'll be great.
1: Here's my Amazon wish list. Uh, goodbye.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, like, what video game I bought with
2: it. <laughs> He's in desperate need, folks. Help a man in need.
0: <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Kira and Lily.
2: Goodbye, Kieran Lily. Lily. Woo! Oh, that's adorable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun,
1: stay nasty,
0: and stay major.